everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Hi, everybody. My name is Steve. Yes, it is. And we are here to recap episode 10, which is entitled, You're the Joe for Me. I will take it after last week's flop of a title. You're the, you're the Joe from you're the you're the Joe for me. I feel like they really ran out of ideas. Yeah, they're really phoning in these last few titles. Maybe somebody got promoted in the, the episode naming department. Oh, uh, actually, maybe they got fired because of the whole non-episode two. And obviously, we talked about it so many times. I mean, yeah, we did call them out. I do hope we didn't l- lose someone their job, but it, it was grounds to have a conversation about because what the fuck? And we're still at the point where we don't really know mm. if they did this because they bought 11 episodes and they're hitting the 11 with this or if it's the recap that's going to be 11 or not the recap, the uh, reunion. Yeah, sorry. It's early. <laughs> I really want a reunion, but I still don't think we'll find out until, like, honestly, probably when the finale drops. If I was a betting man. No. Which I am. I don't think it's happening. Uh, Well, we're having one then. Actually, that's better for us at this podcast. (laughs) That is true. That is true. It's just, will will the guys come is the question. (laughs) I have a feeling they will avoid us very much. Especially after this this recap that we're about to get. But before we get into it, mm-hmm. um, Stephen, you told me that you wanted to say something. And for the record for everyone, I have no idea what he's about to say. So I'm scared, but uh, the floor is yours. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Mixie. I, uh, of course. I appreciate my time uh, on, on the council here, and I will try to keep my, 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 my things brief. You are on the clock, so okay. Last week, <laughs> we had talked about what was on Kurt's dad's phone. No way. Mixie? No way. I have figured it out. How did you figure it out? Well, because I'm such a good podcaster, well, and yeah. I pay attention to the episodes, and we noticed the, the minor details. Last night while I was watching this, I usually completely ignore the last week on Joe Million. Oh, no. <clears throat> last week on Joe Millionaire. Oh, really? Well done. Thank you very much. They show Kurt's dad again, just briefly, with the phone in the corner. No way. And it was still blurred, but at this point, I could tell what it was. Okay. It was a FaceTime. Somebody was FaceTimed in. It was a family member on FaceTime. Interesting. Interesting. So why would you need to blur the family member? Yes, yes. Who is this family member? Is this family member a member of celebrity status? I'm going to I'm going to assume it's the producer. It's the manager of Dead Mouse. <gasps> It's Dead Mouse's manager, and again, because we called it out so early, and it's supposed to be a twist at the very end, they had to blur it. Maybe it was Diplo, because Diplo oh. and Dead Mouse, and we would have immediately been get- It was definitely Diplo. I agree, it was Diplo. It was Diplo. Problem solved. Mystery solved. Thank you so much for, for doing that deep dive, because, wow, I needed that. Yes. That yeah. makes more sense, um, mm-hmm. that it was a FaceTime, but- yeah. I, I wish it was just them like sleuthing on Carolyn's Instagram. 
it's one of the things about good storytelling and about good mystery is that mm-hmm. when you get an answer, it asks more questions. Uh, yeah, that is very true. I have like 85 more questions, but at least now, if we do get a chance to talk to Kurt, we mm-hmm. can pinpoint that it was a FaceTime. I'm going to write that down now in my yeah, phone. Write so down, write yeah, write that down, write that down. Well, I appreciate you uh, informing all of us on that. There is one other thing that I wanted to touch on before um, we got into everything. Last week, I I might have done quite possibly my worst job of reading off names of the hotties, um, which could have been my best job, you know, depending on, on how much you like me or not. Um, <laughs> but we missed Whitney's mother. Yeah. Has joined the hotties. So I would like to stay very quickly. Welcome to Whitney's mother, the wife of Tony, Suzanne. We really appreciate you joining the hotties. And Thank you for the engagement. After this episode, girlfriend, we got a lot to talk about, and there's somebody on our shit list, I would assume, but we'll get there. So I just wanted to say welcome to another mama. We got two mama millionaires in the house, and we really appreciate it. Two mama millionaires as hotties, three as, I think, Instagram followers. Mama Bree is over over there. Dorothy Dorothy. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. Dorothy Dorothy. (laughs) Dorothy Dorothy is following us on Instagram, and we would love to welcome her into the hotties if and when she feels ready. Yeah, it's okay. Take your time. We're here. We're here. So now that we've uh, done our housekeeping for for the day, uh, let's get into episode 10. I would love to, Maxie. I would just love to forget about 20% <laughs> of this episode. Too bad we're definitely going to get into deep conversation about it. So uh, take a Xanax because it's about to happen. I took it took it far too late. <laughs> we start the episode with uh, what ended the last episode, which was Martin telling the girls that the tables had turned. They are now in charge and ready to pick. They get to pick which guy or guys, or they don't have to pick, but they definitely did pick that night. So very confused by that. Um which which guy or guys they want to go on one-on-one dates with. And I will be honest, I was concerned about this episode being entertaining because like six, I'm sorry, it would be eight one-on-one dates back to back to back to back to back can be a bit tiring. But once again, Joe Millionaire exceeds my expectations. This, this episode was great. There was no, like, dull moments. All of the parts of the, the dates that they did show were very exciting. So I, I was just very happy about it. And, I mean, they got right into the action as soon as we started. Martin rings his bell, and he's like, Annie, you're up. And Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Hey, Annie, has uh, Stephen with a V been on Price is Right? I don't fucking think so. Has Stephen with a PH? Fucking right I have. Absolutely. Another point in my box. <laughs> and who do we have next? Drew, that's going to be Stephen LaFranc. Come on down. You are the next contestant on The Price is Right. Stephen, that's you, buddy. Yes, please write that down, Annie. Write that down, for Christ's sake. So Annie comes in, and it was so beautiful just having the guys, like, stand there, like, a little nervous. It was just so nice to see the tables turn like that. Annie obviously picked Steven. I I know we were all very, very uh, worried she might not, but she did pick Steven. She said, I'm Team Steven. But I am Team Steven. I'm Team Steven. Of course you are, as most America is. Yeah. I mean, 
especially after this week, I'm sure everybody's on Steam. We need to be clear. Team Steven with a PH. That's, I want to add in that audio of her saying, with a PH. I might have to make the audio myself, but. I think you could splice it together. Okay, yeah. I think you could do it. But I am Team Steven. But only Steven's with a PH. How upsetting was it that they kissed as soon as uh, she walked over there? He wished her a good night. <laughs> Sleep well, good night. <laughs> I mean, uh, Martin even told Annie to take a cold shower, so I feel as though the, the sparks were flying. I don't mean to upset you this early in the morning. I just, I have to, kind of. <laughs> I had been holding on to hope for so long <laughs> the past couple weeks. And as this episode was over and I turned off the TV, I said to myself, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um... I was holding on hope that for some reason Joe Millionaire would just pull the best edit of all time and Steven and Amber would like walk out into the distance, into the light together. That didn't happen. I... Steven, they still very well could. We'll, we'll get into it, like the girls that are left when we get there, but I mean, there's a chance because like, sure, there's a fifty fifty chance, maybe. Ugh, I'd give it like sixty forty if we're being realistic. But <laughs> sure, fifty fifty, sure. I will say I appreciate, and I'm sure you will agree with me on this one. They they took a solid four seconds of the broadcast to just show Annie walking up the stairs. Because you had to. If you have that footage as an editor and you don't put that footage in, why are you an editor? Get out of editing. I was very happy. You know, I, I know we're not doing ass of the week, but uh, it was a tight race between Carolyn yeah. and Annie this week, I will say. And that's, again, why I couldn't do ass of the week, because it would constantly be like a three, four person win every week. And I would say... Amber was in that conversation getting on that horse. That is just true. Like, that is right true. There. Uh-huh. Yeah. I again. was like, oh, boy. This is why we don't usually do ass of the week, especially on a show like this. Yeah. Yeah. It would be it, a runaway. It would be. A, I mean, it would be it would be tough. It'd be like a three, four person win every single week. I mean, my my Lord. But again, yeah, it'd be ties. It'd be so many ties of ass of the week. <laughs> it'd be you have to do something to like really stand out to get it. Yeah. And yeah. the whole, like, the fact that uh, Carolyn's ass was, like, blurred I know. the entire time. Unnecessary. Yeah. What are we doing? What is she wearing? Dental floss? We know she's not. No. No. She's not. <sighs> now, you blur out Annie one time in a bathing suit, and then you don't on this, but yet, like, yeah, there was, there's so much cleave going around on the show. <laughs> like, what are the rules? I want to know the rules. I, I, I don't know what the rules are, but they should honestly, there shouldn't be any rules. It's 2022. We've all seen a butt before. Like, it's not life changing. Is, is her asshole out? No. Like, where do you go? It's like, well, you know, if this is an ass, only 30% of the ass space of the square footage of the ass can be exposed on television. But again, you're Fox. Agreed. You do what you want, Fox. You're... <laughs> Again, you're fucked. Now, maybe this has something to do with the 8 o'clock time slot. Now we're getting in the weeds of, like, all the, the FCC bullshit. But, uh, again, you're fucked. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, go, go for it. Show a little A. Show a little A. 
give the boys what they want. Give me some ass crack, man. I Whoa. need some crack. <laughs> Not just front crack, back crack. All the cracks. So I just wanted to shout out the editor for um, that incredible added three seconds of Annie just walking up the stairs for truly the only reason would be to show her ass in that dress, which I was not mad at. No, and maybe he was trying to like, he or she, the editor was trying to like build me up to like, mm-hmm. hey man, yeah. we got to give you something because <laughs> I'm about to just destroy your entire well-being. For the next 15 to 20 minutes, you're just going to go, stab, 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 <laughs> constantly just over and over, oh, stab, stab, stab. And he's like, I got to give you something now before I just take all your joy away. So he or he or she, I appreciate you. He, she, them, you know, whatever. It, we, they. We misgendered somebody last week yep. in, the, in the hotties. So the fact that we're still on the air is a miracle. Thank goodness. I appreciate you all for not canceling us on that one. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we move on. Carolyn comes out, surprised to absolutely no one. She picks Kurt. Then we have Amber. Amber comes out and um, we... Amber has a love slip. She mm. says the L word. She says mm. she loves the cowboy and then quickly retreats and says like about 12 times. Do you think she actually loves him? I think she does. I think she might have been like falling for him. Okay. I don't think she was there yet. Because the reason I'm saying it. Last episode was the family situation. She got along really well with his family mm. and was talking to, I think, her his dad about like going out and shooting and stuff like that. I feel like when you meet the family and you get along with the family that well, it's a lot yeah. easier to fast forward to love. Okay. I can see that for sure. I just I- don't know if she was like all the way there because, again, we haven't seen yeah. enough of that. We haven't seen like passionate makeouts or anything like that that's very true that's very true so if you're like all of a sudden like oh i met the parents and i'm in love now i have to go with the family or with him because mm-hmm. i haven't really seen you be super affectionate with him yet well a- another thing that she says is that she has an emotional connection with kurt yeah where the hell has that been this entire season in the editing room floor. Well, yeah. I mean, but like, I don't even think I've ever seen her alone with Kurt this entire season. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have no recollection of her being al- alone with Kurt. The winery? Yeah, but I don't think we sh- they showed that. So interesting that, because, you know, obviously we all as viewers were like, okay, it's Amber's going to pick Steven. But, you know, she did kind of, she was like, Kurt, we have an emotional connection, but I'm in love with the cowboy. So I don't know. There might have been something. I mean, you know, we we've talked to a lot of these girls and they tell us that, you know, they had kiss it that like Suzanne made out with Kurt and Steven. We never saw that. And also given her reaction later in the show mm-hmm. to this, mm-hmm. I think that gives a little bit more credence. Yeah. At first I was like, this is, a, this is a big reaction. But I had said in the past, like, how does she get as far? How does yeah. she get further than Brie when it was clearly there was more with Brie? But Again, a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor. We know that. So, interested. If we get both of them this week, we'll see. We're, we're, word is out. We are waiting to hear back from Fox to confirm we can do that. So, fingers crossed, everybody. Yeah, and again, like I'm very excited to talk to her about those things because, and honestly, Whitney, because up until 
this episode, I thought Whitney was on Team Kurt. And then it kind of flipped out of nowhere. And then, you know, I don't know. So very interesting on that one. Nothing made sense on this. Yeah. We're, we're, we're missing a lot on this editing yeah. room floor, which yeah. I, I understand. They need to keep it entertaining. And obviously the edits they are giving us are fucking incredible. Fire. I'm not going to sit here and, and complain about it, but... Fire. When you leave, when you leave bits of that in the edit, where I'm, you're telling me that Amber had an emotional connection with Kurt. I need to see that at some point. That's true. That's a good point. Why did that have to go in there? Yeah, they could have cut that and just had her speech to Stephen, and that was it. Anyways, we move on. Whitney and Calla both pick both of the guys, which again, not a surprise. At first, I was annoyed because I was like, okay, are they gonna get like full dates with both of them? That's kind of unfair. Yeah, what what a way to like cheat the system. Exactly. But I was happy to find out later that they only got half dates. So like they Kala had like a day date with Kurt and then Whitney had a night date with Kurt and they swapped for Steven. And also the those dates were not as grand I as agree. a full day date. So I like how you know you're oh, you're going to try to cheat the system, eh? You're going to try to like Double dip here. No, 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 no. We, we, we got you. Uh, I want to mention mm-hmm. about this whole situation of picking the guy. What guy do you want to go with? Or guys. If we're going to make a whole deal, basically, mm-hmm. over, well, today is the day. Yep. You must pick a guy. We are nine weeks of the show in. There is literally one week left. Uh-huh. If you cannot figure out which guy you like more at this point, you don't like either of them enough. Agreed. Especially, especially because I don't know if you saw the preview for the next episode, rings were shown. Why have this as a situation if yep. you don't just go... Hey, you got to pick one. Shit or get off the pot. You got to pick one here, ladies. I'm sorry, but let's not make a situation of being like, we're going to have a picking ceremony where nothing is a surprise. Mm -hmm. And the only two things that could be a surprise is Whitney Callan. They go, ah, we're going to, we'd still like both of them. You're both invited. (laughs) Further than that, I don't think Calla even picked. She didn't say both guys. They said we'd both love to keep seeing you. She didn't say I want to see both. And she goes, okay. (laughs) So not only did you, you, you didn't have to pick a guy, you didn't even have to pick if you wanted both of the guys. Again, Calla for the challenge, man. I'm telling you, she's built for it. Just a masterclass on playing this game. Truly, truly. She didn't even have to use the words. They did it for her. Amazing. That's a sign of a true hot girl. You don't even need to say anything and guys will do stuff for you. You just stand there. Nothing against you, Cal, but like if you're just standing there, guys are like, hey, I'll do this for you. And you're like, okay, whatever. Sure. I'm sure. fine with that. She, she did. She was kind of just like, you know, I'm torn. And, you know, she did say that she's had her walls up and that she's like, you know, working on bringing them down, which I do think she finally is. Um, we finally, I do think, got to see a little bit more of her personality this episode. But yeah, you're right. She she just started saying that, and then Stephen was like, "Well, I'll speak for both of us. We want to hang out with you more." 
I, I'll speak for both of us. You're really hot, and we want to <laughs> like just hang out with you one on one. If you want to like touch us, that's fine. Um, yep. If not, that's still cool. We'll just uh-huh. stare at you and your gorgeous eyes. And we'll talk about how you you have a code, even though really all you need us to do is just like I don't know, fucking ask you a question or two. Yeah that that would that would help too, <laughs> you know. And then we'll just make out, like out of nowhere, we'll just make out. Yep. Like I don't even know if you knew my name, but now we're making out a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So after the the girls picked or picked or picked multiple of the guys or picked or did nothing, nothing changed. Literally nothing changed. We were eight minutes into the show, and it was supposed to be a big moment, and literally nothing changed. And this is why we love the show so much. Incredible. They go to bed. We wake up in the morning to an incredible bell ring from Martin, gloved and everything, with the flick of the wrist, as he does. Um, And he tells them that after they go on their dates, they're going to be going to their own individual hotels and not going back to the manor. Fuck that. That made me mad. (laughs) It did for me, too. What the fuck is that shit? Bring them back. Let them talk to each other. Why would they do that? Mixie, I I also have an answer for this. Please. The manor had been rented out right <laughs> after this. But that's not true because half of the fucking dates actually. At the end of this, like the last date, where like we, we were going on a date and then you ended up back at the mansion. Uh huh. Or the manor. I think it was like the next day. They're like, "Hey guys, we um, I know we had mentioned this on our peer space listing, um, <laughs> but." We do have a family coming in the day after you did that, so you can't extend your window yeah. at all. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Oh fuck, where are we?" Um, Martin, just tell them they're gonna go to like hotel rooms. Yep. We'll just find some hotel rooms in the area. What's Martin gonna do? I didn't want to even think about that. That was my first thought. <laughs> like, do, are there no more bell rings? Is he gonna bell ring instead of knocking on hotel room doors? And if that is the thing. Like in the hallway. <laughs> oh my God! Please give me all of that. Just yeah. Getting off the elevator, just walking down. Hopefully, production will give him his headlamp, but they'll turn the lights in the hallway <laughs> in the hotel, the hotel lobby off. He's just walking down, ringing the bell. That would be incredible. At with those disgusting hotel room like hallways, he's walking down it with the bell. Oh, that'd be carpet that has vomit and urine and everything uh-huh. all over uh-huh. it, and you're just yeah. like. Uh-huh. That you know was put in in like the fucking fifties. <laughs> I can't wait! I can't wait for our free hot breakfast tomorrow. Oh, oh, pastries and frosted flakes! I can't wait. Yeah, it's the front desk. What type of air freshener they're using in the hallways? This is delightful. <laughs> it's a delightful smell in here. So you know, I, Martin is not informed at all about. I, we don't know what Martin's Martin's gonna do. And to be honest with you, a serious lack of Martin. In this episode, they did their best by bringing him around the gentleman's quarters, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, was upset with the total runtime of Martin in this episode. And I felt bad because he's like, I mean, he even said at one point, "Must be nice to get all the hug." I know. We'll give you a hug, bro. I will hug you for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> for free. It'll be uncomfortable, but like, you want the hugs? We got the hugs. We're like Arby's. Instead of the meats, we got the hugs. We got the hugs. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, man. The Right Reality Podcast. We got the hugs. <laughs> we need to 
We got to make an edit for that. I'll work on that. Maybe Dead Mouse will do it for us. Dead Mouse will do it for us. I, I got his direct line. Can you imagine that if he comes on this show and he and and he goes, listen, the first thing I got to say right out of the gate is I'm not Dead Mouse. I'll lose my shit. I will ask him to leave because I'm not going to take <laughs> lies. Sir, don't start off by lying to us. This is a podcast of facts and facts only. <laughs> Everything has been checked out. I would like to state that we have we have checked out that he is Dead Mouse. There's absolutely zero contradicting evidence that he is not Dead Mouse. So I just want to state that for the record. Ugh. Moving on. So we find out that uh, Kurt is going to have his first date with Amanda. Now, it is their first one-on-one date, I would like to state, because Kurt took Carolyn on the two possible one-on-one dates. Well, I guess Carolyn had, she picked for the first one. She won, and she got to pick. Um, But this is their first one-on-one date, and then Annie is going to be going with Steven. Um, I'll let you pick uh, our Steven. Which one do you want to go over first? Do you want the heartbreak early, or do you want to delay it a little bit longer? (laughs) Let's just. I feel like we just got to get this out of the way so I can move on with my life and not like think about it for the next five minutes while we're discussing the other one. That's fair. Start to spiral. So that's, let's. Uh, that's fair. We'll knock it out. Yeah. Let me just slap myself in the face first so <laughs> I, I'm comfortable. Here we go. There, there we you go. go. Yeah. A little harder. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You felt that one. I did. <laughs> okay. So. Annie and Steven go on a pyromaniac's dream date. Um, a absolute just fire hazard. <laughs> let's let's go to the rickety-ass barn that is fully made of wood and put 2,000 fucking candles in there, light them all, and see what happens. <laughs> also, were you not paying attention to her last week, bro, with the allergies? Exactly. You gonna put her in a barn? <laughs> with a bunch of hay. What's wrong with you? You trying to kill her? Unbelievable, unacceptable in every sense of the word. You don't know your girl. Disgusting. Oh, let me just put you in a barn. All sorts of shit on the ground. Hay, dust. Yeah, it really was just uh, just trying to test her allergy medication. They they were just they were just doing a science experiment. Um, <laughs> as they're sitting there talking, we get another incredible, unnecessary animal closed caption. Made me so happy. I'm sure it broke the tension for you. It helped me with uh, me looking around the, the entire time trying to see if they had a fire extinguisher on hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just could not believe the amount of candles that they had lit in there. But incredible. And it's so funny because Annie even says that it sounded like they a sound bite that they had played. Mm. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> That's how perfect that horse neigh was. Also, I wouldn't put it besides them. To have like one of those like child's toys where you like spin the thing and it goes around and it goes, a horse. <laughs> the guy's just sitting in the corner with yeah. the spinny wheel. Yeah. And they're like, shit, we got a pig again. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, guys. Hold for sound. Everybody hold for sound. Here we go. Guys, hold for sound, please. Old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> and on that farm, he had a horse uh, we got it everyone stay quiet <laughs> all right we got it we got the ambient noise let's move on everybody moving on let's make sure our candles are all still lit everybody thank you very much i w- i wish they had moved on but unfortunately 
they didn't and they and they gave us oh my goodness um quite an interesting piece so we see someone masked clearly a crew member that they just truly did not care to try to edit out did not need to see them placing the spaghetti and meatballs down but got it anyways thank you thank you Uh, um and by thank you i mean i wish you would have just thrown those (laughs) into the fire don't you wish it was soup it would have been a lot better if it was soup good Good soup. soup so we get the spaghetti and meatballs and steven suggests to Annie that they do a Lady in the Tramp moment. Now, for those of you that are uneducated in what Lady in the Tramp is, um, it is two dogs that share a plate of spaghetti. Outside of that, I don't really know what the movie is, but they share a plate of spaghetti, and at one point, at one point, both of them have a noodle in their mouth, and they eat to the center of the noodle and kiss. That's what's supposed to happen. Now, we're going to break down this what happened and uh steven if you want to leave the room that's fine because i've got a solid five minutes of takes okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna take my earbuds off here and uh you you do your thing just wave when you want me to come back okay okay i don't understand how like where did the pasta go okay because like both of them are they they didn't bite like in again in the animated film the dogs are biting the noodle as they come into the center that is not what happened first of all steven picked a way too short noodle there needed to be more length on that noodle i needed more suspense of the entering to the center situation however that did not happen strike one strike two they did not bite at the noodle it was like a slurp situation that got them very 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 close very quickly while they're making out, the whole time I'm just thinking, who has the noodle? Because there's no way that it's still split 50-50 at this rate. There's no way. Nobody bit at any point in time. There was no disconnect of that noodle in any way, shape, or form. So one of them, either they're making out and the noodle is still like <laughs> in both of their mouths, which is awful, or an even worse situation is one of them took it from the other one's mouth. Steven's face is great right now Um, I I don't know what happened and I will be asking Annie about this um, because or Steven I I don't know somebody needs to give me answers here because I was trying very hard to figure out where the noodle was during it and they cut it It, I didn't get to see a pool apart from them two which I really needed to figure out who had the noodle because honestly at that rate, I feel like the noodle was still fully intact, and if they had pulled apart, it would have just fallen on the table. Such an excellent breakdown of the scene. <laughs> it's really like ESPN-level breakdown. I wish I had like the board and I could draw the lines and be like, I needed this length of pasta, not this length of pasta. No, but every point you made was absolutely correct. Thank you. Uh, if I was able to be in a rational mindset at that time watching this Uh i would have had the exact same thoughts unfortunately i was trying to find any object in the house to blind myself so i did not have to deal with it well i will say if you did keep your eyes closed she kept talking about a steven you know what it could have been you i need to go back and just listen to that scene that's what i'm saying just just cut the visual oh what a great idea and everything's okay 
Why didn't I think about this earlier? I don't know, but maybe you just need to make a montage of photos of her and photos of you with that audio in the background, and I think that you'll feel a lot better. I already feel better. See, there you go. <laughs> and I and I would say that I hope that if you ever Lady in the Tramped with Annie, one of you would bite. And I, I you know, clearly Annie is not going to be the biter, and that's okay, but Stephen, that's on you when you take her to cut. Yeah. I don't want a noodle slipping in and out of Mal's situation. Nobody wants no, that. No, no, no. First of all, Cut's a very refined place. They wouldn't allow us to get away <laughs> with this fucking nonsense at Cut. They would immediately kick us out, as you should if you try this anywhere. Um, second of all, we'd probably just have a completely different date, okay? Mm-hmm. Completely different. It wouldn't be this. It wouldn't yeah. be this. It wouldn't also involve a hot air balloon that clearly only went up 15 feet in the air. Again, pyromaniacs. Why even have the hot... This didn't even go... It, like, hit the top of a tree, like a regular-ass oak tree. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... They're like, how much rope do we have around? Uh, We got, like, 30 feet. All right, let it go up 30 feet in the air. (laughs) And also, hey, company that uh, is allowing us to do this, and they're allowing us to do this uh, because we're going to put your logo and the company name on the balloon because we're going to give it to you for free... Yeah, in editing, we're going to make sure you can't even see the full name of the fucking company. <laughs> the one company we try not to blur out, you don't we get can't even it. fucking get that right. You got to guess. You got somethingatlantaballoon.com. Whatever. <laughs> Could be anything. That's a free plug, Stephen. We can't do that. Uh, somethingatlantaballoon.com. Please pay us because that was... Or cut it, Stephen, because absolutely Hold no on. free promo in this part. Hold on. I'm going to see if something Atlanta balloon.com comes up. Something Atlanta balloon.com. I would, do you think it's Georgia? Oh, it is. Let me tell you, there is no site currently that is Atlanta balloon.com. Balloon.com. Something Atlanta balloon.com. Which means. We are going to GoDaddy. Oh, are you going to buy the And we are typing in domain. Something AtlantaBalloon.com search domain. Everybody? Everybody? 9.99 a year. <laughs> a steal. 9.99 a year. You already have free prom- promo on Fox. If you would like to allow us the right reality <laughs> To have a fake website, all a la John Oliver. DM us if you would like to Venmo us ten dollars, and we will buy something AtlantaBalloon.com. Just for you. And we'll put your photo on there. Yep. And so when it gets redirected, it just takes you right to whatever your Instagram is or whatever. Oh, genius! If you're a big fan of the right reality, Venmo <laughs> us ten dollars, and the website's yours. Oh, Lord. Well, that's the end of Stephen and Annie's date. He ends it with saying, this is turning into Fifty Shades of Hay. I threw up a little in my mouth. Get the fuck out of here, sir. Get the (laughs) fuck out of here. Blindfolder, how dare you? I had to watch her get blindfolded. Can I have a hint? Give her a hint, bro. (laughs) Try. Remember uh, remember you're big on the words, but now the action. Now you're short on words. Sir. He picks the worst time to be short on words. He really does. It just leads you right out of this barn that's about to catch on fire into a lake 
area of snakes, whatever it could be. (laughs) So let's move on to Kurt and Amanda. They have a train date, which was honestly really cute. I, I don't really understand, though. Like, trains go one way, and then you have to get off and then get on another train to go back the other way. Oh, I didn't even think of this. Didn't even think of this. How? How? That That's my question. How? How did that train go backwards and forwards? Mm. Maybe they... I think they started in the one town... Got on the train. It went through very beautiful scenery. Uh-huh. I actually want to go on this train now. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up in the city where the little bridge thing is. Okay. Okay. Where he like so like eloquently held her her, her, her bottom. Her bottom. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get a blur on that. No. No blur on that. Yeah. We might have lost a finger somewhere in there, but no blur <laughs> on that. Hmm. Odd. Odd. Odd choice, Fox. Okay, you might be right that it might have been like a, a start one place, finish in another place. Because I was just very confused. Trains go one way and then you get off and then you go on a different train the other way. So I just was lost. But that makes sense. Our New sense. York City train expert, Mixie, <laughs> with all the facts. I love a good train. I really think trains are my favorite form of transportation, truly. If you have the ability to get on a train versus like driving or a plane, it might be a few extra hours, but I personally like it a lot more you can sit there and drink Mm -hmm. and you know you have wi-fi you can just chill out like all of these things they could you could do all of it on a train you could sit on a table of four you could play a board game tell me how you do that on a plane you can't you don't you don't you can't the guy in front of you it keeps putting his putting his seat back and your monopoly pieces are going everywhere you can't do it yeah, I, I really hate planes as a, as a mode of transportation. I really do. Trains are definitely far better. Far better in every way. Team trains. Absolutely. Especially like a Euro train, being on the train in Europe. No big deal. Been to Europe. No big deal. Oh, okay. Flex. Flex. Yeah, I've been around Lake Como on a train. <laughs> no big deal. Gorgeous. Through the, through the Alps, me on a train, did it. Fantastic. <laughs> you should do it. Not to brag, but I bet you Steven's not fucking done that. No, I bet not. That doesn't. It's definitely not a V move to go on a train in the fucking Alps to Switzerland. Take notes, Annie. Jesus Christ. He had that little flip book, which I thought was cute. Um, then they just talk. I mean, pretty much the whole conversation that we saw them have at their lunch dinner situation was it was it was just hip, her asking him about like making a decision, and she's like, "You're gonna spiral." No shit, Sherlock. I, I don't know how you figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, he's going to spiral. He already is. Have you met him? And then they're talking about money. Oh, uh, th- thank God. They're talking about money. And Amanda says this. And for me, like our money could be gone tomorrow. Honestly, more and more, I'm, I'm understanding why Kurt and, and Amanda make sense because... Kurt said money comes and money goes, which it it fucking doesn't. We've discussed this many a times. And then Amanda says, our money could be gone tomorrow. Which is basically you saying money comes, money goes. Where is it going tomorrow? You have a trust fund. If anything, it's growing because it's sitting in a bank. This is, again, why I'm so convinced (laughs) that rich people just say these things. So poor people get scared about having money. Yeah, uh, maybe. Oh, you know, it could just go away tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I don't want it then. Oh, oh, how terrible. It could go away tomorrow. 
How? Yeah, my yeah, my Uber stock could, could just plummet tomorrow, and then it's all gone. Oh no! What would happen? But then you don't have that money. That's invested money that's not yours right now because you have to sell to have it be your money again. Again, makes no sense. How is it leaving tomorrow? Is it growing legs and walking out of the fucking bank? I don't think so. Don't think that's how it works. It doesn't fall from trees. It doesn't have legs. It could just go away tomorrow. You're right. I didn't think that much about it. Where does it go? <laughs> It's it's drinking Red Bull in in the back of the bank and it's gonna fly out of the vents like where? Oh, it goes when you go on like a twenty day fucking holiday somewhere. That's where it goes. Oh, you know, we just we just go on all these trips and all of a sudden it just goes. No, it doesn't just go. It go. You're paying for things. Could be gone. Could be gone is what she said. It could be. It could not. But it could. Unbelievable. None of this made sense. This I will say. I have been convinced since very early on, and we've, we've said this time and time again, it was Kurt and Carolyn, and nobody could tell me otherwise. Yeah. Starting last week, I don't think we mentioned this, right at the end of the episode, there was a moment where they said there was no elimination, and they quickly panned over, and you see Amanda's hand, uh-huh. she's sitting right next to him, go down the side of her leg. Uh-huh. And grab his hand and they interlock. Yep. And I was like, oh my God. Now after seeing this date, I'm convinced. It's them? He's picking Amanda. Interesting. I know there's one episode left. I am convinced it's Amanda. Okay. So let's let's um, unpack this because okay. I agree with you. I saw a tide change when her parents came Mm. and originally i thought it was because you know we discussed this carolyn had a friend come and he didn't get to really meet anyone in her family and i thought that was kind of why i the tide shift but you know what else happened in that episode Hmm. kurt found out amanda had money Mm -hmm. i'm not convinced this is what it is i'm not convinced that that's the main reason I'm not saying it's the main reason. I'm not saying it's the main reason. But I'm saying it's very interesting that both of us are agreeing that the tide changed at that point. And I'm still not saying that it's not because he didn't meet Carolyn's parents. That still could be a part of it. But I also think you got to think about this from Kurt Angle, right? This entire thing is based off a lie on his end, right? They, he could be a millionaire. So he's probably questioning how much money he has now, right? He's probably right. like, oh, shit, I'm less of a, like, you know, Stephen's more of a man or whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing right now. I'm, I'm putting th- words in his brain that may or may not be a thing. All I'm saying is, is he, if he's constantly being bombarded with basically the fact that he doesn't have money mm-hmm. and he's finding out that one of these girls that he's with does have money but doesn't that confirm the whole premise of the show that they're trying yes to but that wasn't the exist? the premise was to see if the girls cared about money or love right not the guys it's just a question that i have it's a question that i have i'm not saying that kurt's a gold digger mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that he flipped the script because he found out that amanda has money i'm just saying that these things are lining up with the timeline and that's it we saw things before that date 
of him hanging out with her. I mean, there was the whole fucking thing at the campfire that was weeks before they met the family. Absolutely. Absolutely. But where this was happening. And I think the tide started to turn where, according to the edit, Kurt was not necessarily getting clear answers on what he was trying to figure out. And I think the initial attraction and draw to Carolyn was so strong that Mm -hmm. it took him a while to see what other things were going on. That's fair. That's totally fair. I also think, as a guy, when you're in a situation that maybe he was in, where you're just like, I can't necessarily get everything I really want to be answered. I'm not getting the type of stuff I need right now. And there comes Amanda... And their basically interaction is them constantly laughing and smiling. Constantly. At least that's what we're seeing. I think he's going, this feels better right now than Mm -hmm. my time with somebody else. Although, however, we saw in this episode, them in the pool looked like they were having quite the enjoyable time. I mean, yeah, like they he stripped and he was like, let's skitty dip in the pool. And like he did seem like he was having a lot of fun with Carolyn. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it could go either way in my opinion. And I think everybody's going to have a different view of this, right? Absolutely. Like if you're team Carolyn, you have a view. If uh-huh. you're team Amanda, you have a view. Yeah. If you're Kurt, you have a view of what's going on. And unfortunately, we're never really going to know mm-hmm. exactly how this went down and what else we didn't see, obviously. Yeah. I do find it interesting now though that like this is playing out perfectly in terms of like a storyline that you would mm-hmm. write like there's a front runner and then the front runner goes and then the dark horse comes out of nowhere and Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean the the edit is in my opinion leading towards an Amanda win. I would agree with you at this point. Yes. I know there's one episode left. Yeah. It was again and this is why we say guys early on they're editing knowing the ending of the show. Mhm. It's not like they're editing as they go. They know what the end is, and then they're going to craft a story based off knowing what the ending is. The last point I have for Amanda, we didn't see the night portion of their date. What happened? Maybe they had to drive so far for the train area. They had to get back on the train. (laughs) Basically, the night portion was in the car or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I thought it was interesting because everybody else got a, well, at least the girls that picked one guy got a day and night with that guy and we only saw Amanda with Kurt in the day so mm. I'm curious if again something happened at night that doesn't support the edit because we wake up the next morning Martin comes down and says Steven is going to go on his two half dates so Whitney in the morning and Kala in the evening and then uh, Kurt is going to go out with uh, Carolyn which we'll get to the Kurt and Carolyn situation I want to start with Steven he goes with Whitney first to a roller rink, and I tweeted this, and I really want to make sure that we have a conversation about this. I don't know what it is about certain like scenes and scenarios, but the second I saw that roller rink, the smell of it just like overwhelmed <laughs> me. Roller rinks have such a specific, disgusting smell, mm-hmm. and it just like hit me like a ton of bricks. I hate it. Like, it honestly made me nauseous. You hate a roller rink? I love a roller rink that is clean. That one didn't look clean. That one smelled. That one smelled. What company has a vested interest in bringing back the quad skates? Yeah. Trace the money. Follow the money. Because it comes and it goes. (laughs) Quad skates 
have been trying to make a comeback for, I feel, 20 years. Rollerblades came out of nowhere, punched them in the face, yep. and they haven't gone away. They're like the roaches of the earth, these quad skates. I agree. So much harder to skate on. It's not even close. It's like doing two different things. I mean, I used to play roller hockey with the best of them. Yeah. I was a fucking animal, right? Obviously. Scoring goals, playing defense, checking. I did it all. Okay, guys? I did it fucking all. Quad skates? No chance to skate on those. No. No chance. No. It's not even the same. It's not. Steven, you're going to die. Okay. Are you ready? Um, we're doing a show and tell right now, everybody. Oh, what's him. about to happen? Oh, God. You're going to pull out a quad. Yes! Rollerblades! <laughs> let's go, Mick! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It gets better. Oh, what's inside? What's inside? What's inside? Be a, be a corn dog. Be a corn dog. Can you see it? <gasps> they fucking light up. You bet your ass they light up. Oh, my <laughs> God. I bought these when I moved to New York um, because I, I occasionally, with a friend of mine, we bought them together. We skate, we, we rollerblade uh, like the edge of the bottom of, of the island of New York. It definitely has a name and I'm definitely forgetting it. Battery Park. Maybe, sure. Couldn't tell you. How I do just, I know this and you don't? <laughs> so bad with geography. Terrible. Um, I also can't read. So how I have a job is, is unreal. Um, but... I got these rollerblades and they light up. And I tell you what, I get compliments every time I wear them. I, You would have to. Even in New York, she gets compliments. So if you went to any other city, everybody would stop. It'd be like you had a mini dog. You just had a puppy. Everybody would stop to see it. They light up, guys. They light up. Oh, my God. They're adults. God. It's not like I bought kids skates that uh, that are, got like a big size. They are adult skates that light up. I'm very jealous because if I tried to wear those here, everybody would think different things about me. I'll bring them when I come. Well, I'll give you one and I'll take one and we'll one foot skate <laughs> together. It'll be great. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Four wheels, like the, the quad skates like that are just terrible. They got to be in a line. It's 2022. Stop dividing us, quad skates. Stop. The, we're already divided enough as a country. Let's all get in <laughs> one line. Let's all be straight up and down the middle. Holding hands, one-on-one. I agree. I agree. Stop the division. Quad skates, get out of here. So the skating was, Stephen was terrible at it. Um, and I saw on Twitter, he he was he said that uh, he thought he'd be good because he was good at ice skating. If the skates were like the real skates that we all wear now, it would be the same thing. It would be very similar, and he probably would have been great. I like how that's how he thought it was good. I know. <laughs> I can ice skate. Okay. I I can play golf. Can I swing a baseball bat? I can swim. It's the same thing. Can I fly a, a helicopter? No. I fly a drone. Can I fly a helicopter? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I did want to get into something because this is now a theme with Steven mm-hmm. that this is where my anger starts and continues to build throughout this. Okay. They're sitting in the at the roller rink talking. Whitney is saying that, you know, she wants to travel and she's not like totally ready to settle down and, you know, like talking about her preferences. What is Steven doing the whole time? Agreeing with her. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. I, yeah, absolutely. And then what does he do? The same shit he always does. Goes into his individual interview and says, 
I want a girl that's going to settle down. I can't be traveling. I want to get married now. Bro. Bro. And then what happens later with Whitney, which we'll get to, obviously happens because of this. When you're sitting there agreeing with what she's saying about how she views her future, what she wants to do with her life, the kind of partner she wants. And you're like, yeah, uh uh-huh, totally. Guess what? She thinks you agree with her. (laughs) What a thought. (laughs) What the fuck? I need to ask you a follow-up here. Yeah. What should he have done in that moment then? Like, how does he respond? Okay, okay. You be Whitney and I'll be Steven. Go ahead. So, Whitney, um, you know, what what are you looking for um, in the long term? Well, you know, in the long term, I'd like to be married, obviously, with a couple kids. But in the short term, you know, I just want to... I want to travel, want to hang out with Tony and like go to bars with me, Tony and mom, who's a hot take hottie now because she's so amazing. Um, So I want to do that. I'd like to, you know, maybe live in a bunch of different places. So in the short term, you know, party my face off. And in the long term, I guess get married and have kids. But, you know, that could change. Okay. Well, you know, I'm really glad that you shared that with me because personally for me i i would i'm really looking for a wife that i can marry in the next year and start a family with and i'm open to traveling but i want to make sure that we're putting our family first and building a family together how do you feel about that wow was that difficult was that hard was that hard I know the man doesn't like to do actions and he likes to use his words but he couldn't even use his words correctly in this front this is this goes back to my normal complaint on reality dating shows is you can't leave it this long to have these conversations. conversations that should have been happening on week one day one. I'm sure this is not the first time that she she's heard him say this, and I'm sure this is not the first time he has heard her say this type of stuff. So it's on exactly. both of them at this point to get it figured out. It's also on him to then. If you think that's what she's about, not keep her around this long. And not assure her of what she's saying that you agree with. Yeah, that's the bigger point. Because when it circles back around at the end, maybe she was out on Kurt because... That's what she says. She tells Kurt, and I I can get to it now or I can get to it later. She, She says to Kurt... That she feels like Kurt is disconnected and the reason that she's going with Steven is because he gives her words of affirmation and supports her thoughts and feelings. Exactly. 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 How? 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 And and we're going to get the same tone and situation with Amber as well. Let's do it. Let's go. Well, we got to do Cal first. Okay. (laughs) So he ends the date with Whitney. Whitney's on cloud 12 because she thinks that he's on the same boat as her. And she really is like, I'm I'm with Steven now. She ends the date like, I'm all in on Steven. And Steven ends the date like- I was, however, surprised briefly. I was surprised that this is where she ended up. Well, because I think that Kurt was honest with her about wanting to settle down. And she didn't want that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. When she was getting confirmation from Steven that he was cool with that, 
obviously she's going to flip the script. It, it made me so mad. It made me so mad. Let's get to the Cala date that just blew my mind even more, by the way. So he ends that date with Whitney by saying, basically, Kurt can have her. I just want to state that. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said in a lot of, in a lot of words. Kala and Steven do their night date. Um, loved Kala dressed in all black to go in a corn maze. Whoever told her that outfit worked for the, for the date. Amazing. Um, love a good corn maze was very cute. They walked through the corn maze and like in the middle of the corn maze was an area where uh, they had food and she tells Steven pretty much exactly what we said, which is that she's been playing the game. She's liked Steven more, but she's kept Kurt around to be safe. Called it. <laughs> love to see it. Made out with him just to be safe. You love to see it. And the challenge, we call it politicking. <laughs> That's the actual term on the challenge. It's called politicking. That's a, again, she's made for the challenge. We need to get Kala on the challenge. I could see her with like um she just fucking with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so you tease me with that. How dare you? He'd be crying in the corner and she'd be like, Yeah, you know, I just like I fucked him because I needed to get through that, that elimination. It is what it is. Uh, we can only wish. Um so Steven, out of nowhere, says that he's falling head over boots for her. And, like, all of a sudden, in a flip of a switch, he's, like, fully invested in Kala. It's like they, it's like almost like a Carolyn Kurtz situation with how he acted around Kala. Out of nowhere. Again, seemingly. We don't know what was cut and what wasn't. But seemingly out of nowhere. How dare you do this to our Annie? <laughs> Annie's got to be sitting at home watching this being like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Huh? What the fuck is this shit going on right now? Huh? Huh? What? Where did you come from? You're in some fucking corn maze and then you got some random musical group we've never seen of before? They were making out so aggressively. I've never seen Steven make out with any of the girls like this. It was aggressive. It was, it was like... 2.30 at the bar. Uh -huh. Waiting for the Uber. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, make out. Just hard. And then to go from like, we're trying to ca crack the Kala code. Yep. We don't know. Hey, Kala's mom, we don't really know where she's at. We don't really know. Hey, family, can you maybe try to help us crack the Kala code? Oh, what's that? Kurt's mom almost did it. Oh, but now, oh, now we're making out as if we've known each other for 20 years. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, he just got out of jail or something like that. And he's like, ah, here's a face. <laughs> we end the night after they are able to pull themselves off of each other. She goes, <laughs> they go through another section of the corn maze. And then out of nowhere, there's like a carpet and two dudes on a, on a bar stool. And it's Easton Corbett. No clue. Okay, well, I will say as a country fan, that's a pretty big name. I can't think of a name that, that size that The Bachelors brought on anytime recently. Chase Rice? Chase Young? Well, they did Chase Rice because Victoria had fucked him in the past. That was, that was not... One of the all-time moments <laughs> on that show. 
Oh, great. A great time. God, Peter, season was good. All time. And they're like, oh, he was already supposed to do this. Was he? Uh-huh. Was he? No. Was he supposed to do this? The right? only reason they got him, they spent the money on him, was because she yeah. had fucked him in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep cut, guys. Sorry. We'll get back on Ooh, track. God, it was so good. <laughs> That's, that was a hell of a season. Yeah. Oh, man, it was. And more specifically, one of the best storylines ever on that show. Oh, truly. Weekly. Get <laughs> rid of her. And then I just had a dawning experience. I'm sorry. This is a tangent. Everybody's used to it. I'm like... Why Why is he going to get rid of her? He just wants to bang her. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't get rid of her. Yep. Why would he get rid of her? That's exactly what they he did. Not. He just wants to get in a fast switch and bang. And that's what they did. That's exactly what oh, he did. Oh, you banged that country guy? Makes me want to bang you even more. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, now you're going to get upset with the, outside your parents' house? I'm <laughs> um, dipping. I can put up only so much. Nah, I got to go now. <laughs> We'll say, uh, maybe we'll ask Kala when we, if or when we talk to Kala, if she fucked Easton Corbin. Maybe that was cut. <laughs> she said she like knew who they were. I and know. I was like, I'm like, is that their names or is that the song? It's just the guy. It's that guy. Oh, it's that guy. I thought it was. It's not both of them. It's just that mm. guy. His name also, is Easton Corbin. Also, that sucks to be the other guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I could I just picturing them like walking through this the corn maze with like a bar stool and their guitar, like trying to find <laughs> the carpet that's in the middle of this corn maze to have their concert at. I thought they actually accidentally walked in on like a bachelor date. I was like, oh fuck, they're both filming at the same location. <laughs> oh shit, where's Clayton? Oh god, where's he at? So that was Steven's date with Kala. We're going to very quickly run through Carolyn's date with Kurt. They just seemed like they really had a good time. Um, other than the hard conversation. Other than the first <laughs> half of the date. That I, I don't think that that was actually the first half of the date. And again, we got pretty much nowhere with it. You know, like what was the what was the conclusion on that, Stephen? Go ahead. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're in the same spot. Because there's nothing that they can do. They just have to... He either needs to decide that he's going to give it a shot or he's not. And that's it. There's nothing she can say that's going to make him more or less okay with the situation. He's going to either go for it, meet the guy, get get acquainted and figure it out that way, or he's going to say, I can't deal with it and not even go there. So I think I got a little bit more clarification because they didn't. I understood more now from this situation, maybe what he's been saying all along, but they didn't give it to us. Okay. I now heard him say, we can only have a life together where you live because where you live is already where you have a life. You can't leave your place of where you're at because your son has a life there and your ex-husband has a life there and you're co-parenting and I understand that. However, to me... I now go, well, then that means I have to create my life where you are and you can't necessarily like come with me and we can do whatever we want anywhere, which seems like what he wants to do. Yes. And that's completely valid. But like, did he need to have a conversation with her to get to that point? Obviously. Obviously, all of that's fact. Like the day that she told him she had a kid, all of that was a thing. I think he was trying to get her to say, like... I'll leave, or I'll go wherever you want. Maybe, or just be like, how is this going to work? I need you to, like, tell me how this is going to work. And maybe she gave him the answer the first day, and she's like, hey, man, nothing's changed. And he keeps asking it over and over. Yeah. 
and he did say like I've been saying this from the beginning and you you've never validated my my feelings on this like you just keep brushing it aside and now whether that actually happened or not and it's in his perspective that she hasn't because maybe there's nothing she could really say mm-hmm. as we've talked about in the past mm-hmm. that's where he's stuck and he's never going to be unstuck from that and there's yeah. nothing there's nothing that can come of that and this is again why I think he picks Amanda because mm-hmm. in his eyes something that is very clear and obvious in terms of their connection him and Carolyn's connection is so palpable yeah but yet the big thing he can't move off of is like I want to be able to create a life with you wherever you already have a life I basically get added to your life instead of us creating our own life together I'm kind of like an add-on piece now let's go let's go on a tangent here love a tangent I know it's all we do <laughs> let's say that he picks Amanda if you're Amanda watching this back would you stay with him because like if I were in her shoes and he does pick me and then I'm watching it back in my opinion he's only picking me because I have the ability to go other places if if Carolyn wasn't tied to one specific place because of her child I think that it would be game over and it'd be Carolyn. Yes. And if I'm Amanda watching this back, I'd be like, uh. Okay. He said to Carolyn in Spanish that he also was falling for her, mm-hmm. falling in love with her. I didn't hear anything like that with Amanda. No. I will say I believe it's all part of, like, it's all part of how you bake the pie. It's definitely the edit. It's definitely the edit. I agree. And I think emotionally for him, he he wants all of what one can give and what the other. I just think like that's part of the equation. Like it's not just because Amanda can go anywhere. I think it's all the other things that he feels when he's around her. I think Yeah, but I feel like he feels all of those same things with Carolyn. If not stronger. True. True. But if all if like your conversations that we've seen a lot of the times are you having these serious conversations and they're not fun and all this. We're not seeing any of that time with Amanda. Yeah. And also Amanda was going to leave. Yeah. Which I still don't understand. I There's mean, a lot of stuff we're missing and it's hard to make these judgments. It about is. It people. totally is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you know they're listening. I'm, yeah. <laughs> But, Sorry. But whatever. I hey, don't care. Amanda, I love you and I love Carolyn. Like, all these girls are great. I'm just saying, like, if I were in her shoes watching this back, yeah. it would be very hard for me to continue a relationship with him. How? But but wouldn't it be the same for Annie and Steven when, when it, like, Calla just came out of nowhere and they're making out hardcore in there? Like, I don't know. That just seems like a, like a, like a quick bang situation and then you get it out of your system. Yeah, but if the next week you're looking at fucking rings knowing that the, the, the thing is ending, how is that any different than fantasy suites I, on The Bachelor? That's fair. And you're spending the night with somebody. That's fair. How is that any different? Like next week, literally three days from now, he's supposed to pick somebody. Yep. And this is the first time we're seeing him and Calla be quote-unquote intimate and make out and he's saying all these great things about her like how is annie supposed to feel watching this back of the same thing yeah that's i mean that's that's totally valid that's totally valid but i mean the front runners for steven were amber 
and Bree and Annie, and he cut those other two. Right. That's my point. So, like, is like none I of these, think he's Cal panicking. Wasn't a front runner. I don't she know. She wasn't a front runner, and it's not like there is a fantasy streets. You could have chosen, just like you chose to send this other girl home, you could have been like, hey, listen, like, I like our time. I just feel like. It's a little too late. It's too late. Like, like, what am I supposed to do? Just make out with you and listen to this music in this cornfield by this country artist that you know and I kind of know? Yes. And then, like, next week I'm going to be like, deuces, I'm going with Annie? Like, that's kind of a shitty move to do to Annie. Obviously, I'm defending her. Yeah. But, like, if she's watching this, she's like, hold on, I've talked to Gala. She hasn't said anything's happened between them. And all of a sudden, like, her... Th- his tongue's down her throat. Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to take out of that? I mean, there, again, there could be things that we're not seeing on this. I'm just basing it off the edit. I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting. It's a tough watch, I think, for all the ladies who are left at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we move on to the final day of dates. Martin comes in and says, a spot of breakfast, day, eh? And I was like, oh, thank God for this man. <laughs> Bringing me back. Clear it out, Martin. He's like, we left you some of your omelet. Like, Martin's not eating your leftovers. <laughs> Martin is better than that. Martin says that uh, Stephen's going to go on horseback riding with Amber, and Kurt is going to have his two dates with Calla and Whitney. I'm going to start with uh, Amber, and we'll go to the Calla Whitney situation after that. Okay. Amber is an absolute catch, and. She clearly has been Team Steven, again, from what we've seen, pretty much from the get-go. Exactly, you know, it what I thought that he wanted. Um, you know, she was pretty much the only one that I could see going to the farm um, and, and being okay with that lifestyle, like, actually, and not just saying they'd be okay with that lifestyle. Agreed. So I really thought that this was going to be in the bag um, for Amber, and she was going to be final two. That is not what happened. And um, we're going to break down exactly what happened. So Stephen, for the past few episodes, has been saying that Amber is very emotional and gets really deep, but doesn't have a fun, lighthearted side, which is just incorrect. But okay, fine. That's what he thinks. Fine. They they go horseback riding. She's clearly being fun and lighthearted throughout that entire situation. But I guess we're going to glaze over that. Um, and they sit down at a table and she starts talking to him about, you know, the fact that he met his, her parents and that she met his parents and like, you know, deep, serious conversations that need to be happening when you're this late in the game. And Steven is in his ITMs saying that like, you know, I, I wish that she was more lighthearted. I wish she wouldn't take things so seriously. Did you ever hear him say that to her? Did you ever even get an insinuation that he was trying to to switch the conversation to be something more lighthearted? No, just at the end when he was like after the weird little edit thing that yeah, the, that awful montage that really that was fucked up what they did to Amber. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to figure out what's going on here because like edit. I yeah. think he's been saying that for a while, or has he not? 
He has been saying it for a while, again, to the camera in individual interviews. But when was he saying that, that it was used? Was That's he saying true. that That's now totally as an excuse of that out and they were playing that weeks before? That's true. Because again, she was not on this show for like the first five weeks of the fucking show. <laughs> okay? She did not appear on this show. I forgot she was on the show for a couple weeks. And then she came out of nowhere. I... I'm going to make a statement that I'm not sure if I can back up with any sort of facts or figures. Yeah. If Amber's date was before Kala's date, I don't know if this plays out the same way. I fully agree with you. I fully agree with you. Okay. that I wrote that down. I was like, ask Mixie if she thinks Kala's date changed his mind on Amber. A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred, a hundred percent. I wonder if other people feel the same way. I wonder if Amber, looking back, watching that last night, feels the same way. We can ask her. Well, because it was a new, exciting, fun thing now that he like wasn't expecting to happen. Ladies, welcome to the mind of how men work. Yep. And you want to know why dating apps do not work for you? You just watched it on Joe Millionaire. <laughs> if you have tons of options and something new and exciting comes your way that you've kind of liked for a little while, mm-hmm. and then it's available, yep. ooh, shiny new toy. Yep. Old toy, uh, I'm sorry. Absolutely. And like, you know, the thing that really made me upset about this whole situation was she's talking at him pretty much, right? Like, for again, from the edit that we're seeing, he's just doing a lot of uh uh-huhs and ums and yes as she's talking. Same thing he did with Whitney, just agreeing. And then she's like, how do you feel about our relationship? She had to pull out of him. Like how he was feeling. I I don't even know if she had if she hadn't asked him that if he would have actually done it or if he would have just waited for an elimination. Good call. I I did go back after I watched last night because I watched pretty late and dug through Twitter a bit and I think he said he was actually engaged in that conversation and they were just picking things out. And again, like you have to understand, guys, this happens. Even more, if he's engaged in the conversation, then she's thinking that having these deep conversations is what you want. Mm. If you're engaged in the conversation, then you're like, hey, let's, why don't we talk about, like, you know, some crazy things you did when you were younger, things like that. Like, then you switch the pace of the conversation. Like, he is doing nothing to help this quote unquote issue that he's having of him, like, in his brain. I, I do get that, and I don't want to defend him at any point, but I'm going to try a little <laughs> bit. I think it's a bad look if if you're on a date with a lady and she's trying to have these big conversations about things you should be having, and he's just like, yeah, listen, let's just talk about fun stuff and nothing important. It's like, you don't want to have an important conversation with me about that? You don't have to say it like that. You don't have to say it like that. It, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I, I feel like- You just like... need to get in the podcast game to figure out great transition. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe we're just so good at it that I feel like it's natural for everyone, but I, yeah. I don't know. I just like, and then and then he used the classic, my favorite line that I love to throw into oh, meetings. Oh, we got these hands Oh, going. I got the we hands. Got these- the, hands. the Italian hands going. My favorite thing to throw into meetings when I don't know what to say, and I suggest to everyone to to use this. All right, everybody, hold on. Before Mixie does this, I want everybody to take out a notepad or get to your phone, the notes app, swipe up from the bottom of the phone. This is a great thing for anybody to use in any situation. It's a perfect phrase. He says, it's all about balance, which means nothing and everything at the same time. 
I've heard you say that. I've heard you say that in a meeting before with a client. Oh, yeah. All the time. Use it all the time. Highly suggest. I've heard you say it. You don't know what to say? It's all about the balance. And then do you know what they're going to say? You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're focused on the balance. Also, guys, so now here's another thing. When you hear your coworkers or even your <laughs> boss say that now, they're fucking bullshit. It's you. filler. It's total filler. It's all about the balance. <laughs> but yeah, I it just I don't know. And then she she's like and then he like he breaks up with her and then he's like do you want a hug? And she's like, fuck no. <laughs> Loved that. Very glad that she was like, no, I don't want a hug. And she got up and she was clearly talking to a producer. And then he walks up to her and he says, I don't want you to think any part of this was you. <clears throat> what? But he's saying it's because she she can't have fun. That's on her. <laughs> that you're literally the thing that you're saying you're breaking up with her for is technically on her and then you go and say that none of this is on her well because she thinks it was about her which it was and he's it trying was. to make her feel better and i'm like Ugh. i i think he's tried i think he's tried too much to do when he's broken up with these ladies but like also i don't think you want to look like a callous asshole but the ship had sailed on that at that point <laughs> i think already he shouldn't have done it at the date honestly like i'm like what he did with whitney he should have broken up with whitney right there at the at the roller rink and on this situation he should have let it sit if she's sitting there pouring her heart out to you on all these deep emotional things and like talking about past relationships and what she wants for her future and all of that kind of thing like in a deep way and then you're like yeah you're just too deep for me like that's a fucking sucker punch in the face do we think he was he was told to break up with somebody on one of the dates? I don't know. It's the only thing that tracks. Because they're supposed to be going to hotel rooms after their dates. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe that they're gonna there's gonna be an elimination ceremony where they're not gonna be at the manor anymore. Yeah, that's true. I feel like this was made to happen that you're gonna go on three dates, four dates, you're gonna have to break up with one of them because of what's happened on the other side too. Mm-hmm. Like and I think as soon as to get to the Whitney part of the next one, yeah. where the phones just magically came out of their assholes. Oh, my God. <laughs> which was clearly like, well, we can't have an elimination ceremony for just one girl now at this point. Let's get her out now. Scramble, scramble, scramble. Yep. Um, and, and figure it out. Before before we go to that, there, I mean, they rode horseback, which was, was, was tough. They should have told these girls what they were doing. Absolutely. So they could have chosen outfits better. I agree. Because I, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. Her chesticle areas. <laughs> Very respectful. Were not well equipped bra wise for riding a horse. No, they were not strapped in. And like I said before, Callow was in all black to go through a corn maze, you know? Strike, that was number two. Number three, Carolyn was in a sundress, and they had GoPros strapped to the side of the boat just around the crotchal region, and the poor girl's got, like, her hands between her legs uh-huh, the entire the time, because they would basically been direct camera up shirt, and you don't want to give those perv editors yep. anything to work with. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm like, could they have not been like, hey, so we're going to have some GoPros on the side, maybe something where we don't see right up your dress? Yeah, yeah. 
Moving on, I, I I have a lot of lot of thoughts on the Amber situation. It really pissed me off again. Like I, I get it. it. We're seeing an edit. Maybe he was you know better about the situation, and you know, he, like you said, you saw on Twitter that he was actually engaged in the conversation. That makes me happier. But like I don't know. It just she. If he felt this way, he should have said something earlier. If he, since he kept her that long, mm. in my opinion. Bree's quote-unquote confidence issues would have been a lot easier for him to work on and work with through the time than Amber Amber's quote-unquote unbalanced conversation. One, and this is what we said that week. This is what we said that week. Yep. And it is so fucking obvious now mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's it was obvious then. It's now obvious for everybody else watching. Yep. She got screwed. Because we knew this was going to happen. Yep. What we didn't see happen was Kawa coming out of left field. Yeah. And him just being like fully into it too. Like full, like head over heels. She's she's all in now. To the fact that like right after she she like got in that pickup truck yes. with uh-huh. a drone shot of who? A cameraman. cameraman. <laughs> right in the back. And for those of you who don't know, we were playing our own version of bingo last night. Yes, everybody. we were. We're going to give you guys the bingo card for the finale. And we want you to go back and rewatch it for yeah. your second viewing, uh-huh. as you should always do on Joe Millionaire. Yeah. And we want you to play bingo. We're not going to tell you if you could get bingo. We're not going to spoil that for nope. you. But. You guys got to play bingo with our bingo card. Because I don't know if you saw on Twitter, Joe Millionaire tweeted their own bingo card, and it was really stupid things like Amanda saying avocado and the guys drinking whiskey. That's not on our bingo card. I could assure no. you that. No, it was that was the weak ass bingo card. Mm-hmm. It we was made a, a good date, one. A date goes poorly. Drama. You know what we have? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. We'll post it. We'll post the bingo card when the pod goes up, and you guys can play bingo. You may have already seen it, depending on when you're listening. Yep. So you guys could play bingo. It'll be it'll be a, a much more exciting bingo. I just wanted to make sure we talked about like the outfits and how they didn't prepare these poor girls for these outfits that they needed to needed to to wear. No, they hey, didn't. maybe um something where you can wear a sports bra because you know you're gonna be riding a horseback and you know. Although we do blur asses, we'll show titties going up and down all day long on Fox. Buckle those things in. All day long. As long as there's no nip, you can side boob it up as much as you want. But you show one square foot of ass. Blur. (laughs) Blur. So we'll run through Kurt and uh, Kala quickly. Basically, Kala immediately friend zoned him. It was incredible to watch. Really loved it. Really right enjoyed after it. He stumbled. He tried to open that bottle, and it yeah. just took a tumble right out of him. The bottle was trying to get away from the uncomfortableness that was about to happen. It was like, I don't fucking be here. I don't want to be here. She basically was just like, Yeah. So I had a really great time with Steven, and I'd love to be your friend. <laughs> and Kurt's like, Okay, we'll be friends then. And that was pretty much it. I mean, I'm sure they talked. They talked. Well, I know they talked about more things, but that was it. It, it was all that you really need to know about it. Yeah. What I did, uh, what I did find very entertaining about all this, was Kurt seemed so relieved yep. that this actually happened. He's like, "Great!" And I don't have to figure. I can't even figure out between two. You want to make me pick between three? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No chance. Uh huh. 
Well, he's like he can he can deal with all of them. This also is why I I firmly agree with your take that the producers were like you each have to dump one. Mm. Because he was like, okay, I don't have to dump Kala. So Kala's <laughs> be with Steven, and Steven's happy about that. Great. Because they've already had a conversation, and, and Kurt knows that Steven sucked her face pretty much the entire time. <laughs> so they've already established that. And so Kurt's probably thinking, I have to break up with Whitney tonight, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Steven has already told Kurt that he's out. So yeah. he's probably thinking, I have to break up with Whitney. We're yep. getting to the Whitney situation because, whoo boy. So Whitney and Kurt are in this magical, like, hut situation, I don't even know, that's at, at the manor that we've never seen before. No clue. No idea. <laughs> they ran out of budget yeah. for these dates. They were like, we're anticipating six total dates, not eight. Uh-huh. We're yeah. out of budget, guys. So they're like, you're going to stargaze at the, which is so <laughs> funny because they already did that when she they did her coin. Did they are walking to this, like, house situation one of the hotties spotted this, and honestly, I had to watch it three or four times until I saw it. Shout out to the hottie. Let me find out who it was, because it was insane. Emily Ri- Rivera. I'm, you have a middle name, and I'm, I'm skipping it. Emily Rivera. <laughs> um, spotted... It was like a Bigfoot sighting. Um, they were they were walking up the stairs, and it was kind of like a wide shot of the table with fondue, which made this date go up a lot of spaces in my in my book. Nothing beats fondue. Um, nothing like a liquid cheese. A lot of things beat it, but that's not important. Okay, okay, we'll have that conversation in a minute. Then let's fucking fight about it. <laughs> Meat dipped in hot wet cheese. And you're gonna be like, ah, oh, there's better things. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Name one. A lot of. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you see the beautiful, beautiful fondue setup, and then you just see like a flash of what we think is two crew members. We saw two people running in the background of the forest, trying to like hide behind the trees. The funniest part of this is. If that was just a still shot, like if they had just taken a screen grab of the of the the wide shot of the table and held it for three seconds, nobody would have known. But instead, they used the live footage of people sprinting in the background. Every time we've seen a crew member, it's been because of an unnecessary shot. It's unneeded. Not needed I'm at so all. I'm so convinced. That the editors are doing this for us now. I agree. I agree. It's just they know they wanted to play bingo along with us. A killer Easter egg. It's a weekly spot the crew member where's Waldo. Uh huh. It is. It is. It was Bigfoot. Like I felt like they kind of like stopped in the middle, like the Bigfoot, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So they go up um, and they sit down to have fondue. And Kurt's talking about how he likes Whitney and all this stuff. And Whitney immediately is like, I feel like you're disconnected. Because <laughs> he was. He was. It was a perfect call. She was 100% correct, and everything she clocked him for was correct. She said, and this is what I was saying before, that Stephen reassures her and that he has done none of that. And he was just sitting there like, oh, I, I haven't done that, have you? And she's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> no. So he 
gets dumped by Whitney. And again, I want to stress that her reasoning for dumping him is because he wasn't giving her the words of affirmation and the, um, you know, just just the reassurance that she needed when she was talking about what she wanted. And Stephen was giving her that. Note that in your brain holes, everybody. So she dumps Kurt. She grabs the bottle of champagne like a fucking boss and walks back. Yeah, that was a big time move. Big time move. Big time move. Like, I'll just take this. You got to take a roadie if you're walking all the way back. And then you're going to have to get in a car and go to the hotel. Absolutely. Take a drink. <laughs> so she's walking uh, back. And Kurt somehow, and Steven, somehow, out of their assholes comes cell phones. And he whips a cell phone out and calls Steven that's back at the gentleman's quarters to be like, hey, bro. Your your girl Whitney is on her way back to the manor. She just dumped me because she's fully invested in you. And Steven's like, fuck, I got to break up with her because I don't like her. What he should have done before. And think about how much greater that would have been. He dumps Whitney and she still has a date with Kurt the next day. Oh, man. How good would that have been? Yeah. Because Kurt could have technically kept her. And then she still would have been around after Steven dumped her. It would have been great. I'm just going to do revisionist producering in my head. I wonder if, if they had a conversation, the producers with Steven that day, that week, and they go, okay, you're going to go on four dates. Mm-hmm. Four dates total. You got to break up with one of the four. One of the four you got to break up with. Um. It's up to you. We know you're not going to do it to Annie. So it's up to you about what are the other three you want to do it to. Uh-huh. And he's like, all right, right now I'm leaning towards... Um, Amber. And, uh, well, I'm leaning towards sending Cal home. Uh, yeah. Because I really haven't had time. So, like, Amber's up there. Amber's probably my two. And Whitney and Cal, since they're un- not really committing... I, the I second really to last week. Time. Yeah, and, and it's second to last week. They can't make a fucking decision. You know, if they would have said on the date, if they would have said at that ceremony, mm-hmm. Stephen, you're in, yep. maybe I'd be like, oh. Yep. But because you don't know, how am I supposed to know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm going to break up with one of the two of them. Yeah. And they're like, great, fantastic. And so the first date comes and- Obviously not break breaking up with, up with Annie. Annie, yeah. Second date comes- <laughs> And they go through the entire date, and the date's over, and he goes, oh, oh, fuck, I forgot to break up with her. Mm. Okay. You think he forgot? Okay, well, that's all right. Cal is the second part of the day. We're good. I'll just break up with Cal. Yep. This is great. Actually, this is perfect. I'll break up with Cal. Oh, my God, I'm making out with her face. Ugh, I, I can't break up Oh, fuck. Shit. Hey, producers, I really got to break up with somebody? Yeah, you you, you got to get rid of one of them. That's that men have to get... I like Amber, though. Yeah, just bullshit a reason. Like, <laughs> say that she's not, like... She's too serious. Even though the first date you went on with her, she was literally twerking to Meg the Stallion on a bar on your dick. Yeah. So, like, pretend that she hasn't done that since. <laughs> Do you think people would be upset with me? Ah, that'll be cool with it. That'll be cool with it. No podcast will call you out for it, so don't worry about it. Yeah, no, nobody will see through this. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe it just the first one. He's like, oh, fuck, I forgot to do it. Like, uh, my ass hurts so fa- much from falling over all the time. 
And I do get lost in those eyes. I really think you're being nice to him. I think he really should have done it when they were sitting. When he knew clear as day when she was talking about what she wanted, that that was not what he wanted. You saw it on his face. Exactly. Exactly. I think he just still wanted to party with Tony. Yeah, he definitely wanted to party with Tony. I think that's why Kurt Kurt was upset. You think Tony's going to let us party with him if I break up with his daughter? No chance. Do you actually think that Kurt was surprised by being friend-zoned by both of these girls? I think he was surprised that maybe... Maybe. maybe. I don't understand why he was surprised. I'm shocked that either one of them even had Kurt on their radar. Like, if you already... Just, like, they've been in this house the whole time. Everybody talks about how Kurt just stares at Carolyn. Okay. We all think that he's probably going to go with Carolyn. And then, and then he's all over Amanda and Carolyn. Clearly, you know this guy. He cannot focus on more than two. In fact, two is blowing his brains out, you know? So, like, I don't even know why they even pretended to, to do it. I will say, now that you've given me a time to think about that, I will say he's probably surprised that they actually made a decision. Yeah, after this long, literally yesterday, a day and a half ago, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I still like both of them. That's true. And in a day and a half, not to mention the fact that we've been on this show for nine weeks, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, it just took me a day and a half and uh, being at the roller rink to realize I just needed to smell the roller rink to go, <laughs> I don't want to be in this smelly place with you. Yes. I'd rather be there with Steven. <laughs> with a PH. They get on a phone call again. I don't know why they were allowed phones or how or what. I do think it's funny because both Kurt and Steven and Whitney are on ground. They're on the ground. So Kurt could have easily just gone back to the gentleman's quarter and said, hey, Whitney dumped me. She's into you. You should probably go over there and dump her. But no, for unknown reasons, they added cell phones in. (laughs) You could have just sent a carrier pigeon at that point, you know? Exactly. I mean, they could have just yelled, you know, like, get him a megaphone. Or or what would have been even more dramatic is get him on a golf cart, right? And they're like, <laughs> we got to get back. Speeding. we got to get back to the manor before. Yeah, and they're just, and he's on the golf cart, right? Whipping. He, he could have taken the van with all the torn seats, which oh. we found out actually came with the house. Yes. Thank you for the intel from the non-named sources who gave us that. It came with the house. Yep. You could have gotten the van and just driven back to the gentleman's quarter. Like, I got to beat her back. I got to beat her back. And then there, there's this dramatic edit of like her, like the van driving by her on the street. And he's like, I got to beat her. Yeah. And he runs out and he runs up to her. Thank God I made it back in time. Thank God she's coming here. She broke up with me. I've been broken up twice today. You got to dump her. Uh-huh. And he's like. I gotta do two of the dumpings? Fuck you, bro. And But no, they did a cell phone call. It just, it made no sense. Again, not hating. Loved it. Love how nothing adds up. All I thought about in this moment, have you seen the movie The Ringer? No. With Johnny Knoxville? No, I don't think I have. It's Johnny Knoxville and the girl from Knocked Up. Um, Catherine Heigl? Catherine Heigl, yes. So there's a line in this movie... We're not going to talk about the movie itself. And Mom LaFranc is probably already starting to laugh. There's a part in this movie where there's a guy who's dating Katherine Heigl who just lied that he was not hooking up with another girl. But yet he's got this group of other guys around him who are... We're not going to talk about that, what, what they are or not. But basically he goes, oh, um, we went to the mall. 
and she's like, the mall closed at nine. It's midnight. What are you doing? And he's like, um, well, well, we, we stopped for ice cream. What do the other guy goes? When the fuck did we stop for ice cream? Oh, I know. David, what the hell? I have been worried sick. Relax, honey. I just took him to the mall to hang out. The mall closes at nine. It's 12 o'clock. You stopped off for ice cream. When the fuck did we get ice cream? And so all I was thinking about with, with the phones, like, where the fuck did these cell phones come from? Where have they been this entire time? Have they been having conversations between each date with each other, like updating each other? No, no. Come on, get back. Get, I, it's you know, sitting on the bar. It yeah. was sitting on the bar next to him. And then he was like, oh, Kurt's calling. Like, what? And then they blurred the phone mm-hmm. on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was clearly a producer's phone. Whatever. Unreal. Unreal. Whatever. So, Whitney's on her way back to the manor. Steven is going to break it up. Break it off. So, he goes over and he, and she's like, oh, she's so happy when she saw him. She is. She's she like, was oh. like, oh my God, what are you doing here? Like, thinking that he was like double checking to make sure that she picked him and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, it's so good to see you again. Actually, not good to see her right now. <laughs> the words that he uses. So he dumps her. He basically says that like they're on different paths and that she's a great girl, but it's just like not going to work out. She gets in the car. We're just going to, I, I want to play the audio because you can okay. hear it in her voice. Listen to what Whitney says after she gets dumped. I was not expecting Steven to like just freaking dump me. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. She says exactly what I was thinking. Was not expecting Steven to just dump me. Obviously she's blindsided because the last conversation she had with him, which is doubled down by the, what she said to Kurt, he agreed with everything she was saying about what she wants for the future. Like, it's just so unfair to these girls. That he's doing this to them. It's miraculous that none of them, like, reamed him out. Uh, exactly. She took it so well that she was just like, okay, and just grabbed her bottle of champagne and got into the car. Yeah. And then she was, like, annoyed by it when she was alone. But I was just like, what the fuck? I would be like, dude, you sat there on that disgusting rollerblading floor and told me that you, like, and said yes to everything I said. Literally a day ago. Yeah, now you're breaking up with me? What happened? Because of exactly what I said that you just agreed with? What? Yeah, I forgot to break up with you at the time because <laughs> I was staring at your eyes and I got lost a bit, which happens. And then I made out with Kala and I couldn't break up with her. I had to break up with Amber. And I was expecting maybe like one of you would be like, oh, I'll be the third in that fucking weird love trio over there. And neither of you did. And we can't have five people going to the finale. So I've been told by the producers. So you gots to go. I just, I hope that Steven took from this whole experience that he needs to be more transparent with his thoughts. If he's with somebody right now or if he's not. Please, God, don't be. (laughs) Please. please. I, I really hope that he took this away because this is just unfair to everyone that he's dating. It's so unfair. And it leaves these girls with mental issues dating in the future. When we talked to Bree, she clearly was still scarred from what he fucking yeah. did. Yeah. And I have a feeling that when we talk to Amber and, and Whitney, 
you know, it might be on varying levels, but just to be blindsided like this is so fucked up. And it's not like he did it to one of them. This is the third girl he's done this to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I think what he was trying to do is he was trying to, like, be nice and not being an asshole. Totally. Yes, I agree with you. Oh, yeah, that's what you want. But by doing that, you've created a different problem for yourself. They think an entirely different thing is happening. It's fucked up. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the short amount of time they actually have to hang out with each other. If they had more one-on-one times, I think some of this stuff would have got figured out sooner. But that's part of how this happens. And it's also, like, part of why when you go on a show like this, like, take every moment to, like, really figure out what's Mm -hmm. going on and Mm -hmm. what you want. This is why I also believe on these shows that the lead should be able to send home as many people as they want. I agree. Or as little people as they want. Yep. As long as they end up with the right amount. At the end. At the end. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if you take four people to the end or you take two people to the end or three, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is, as long as throughout the episode you at least send one person home, you could send ten home. Just do whatever the fuck you want. As long as we get to the end, it's fine. Because realistically, you're not going to create these issues for yourself, and mm-hmm. I realize why they do that, but that's, again. So we've we finished with all of these dates. This was just, it was wild. It was see. wild, and... Steven is home, comes home. Kurt comes and joins him. They're eating waffles and cookie dough at what I can only assume is one in the morning. It was eleven thirty. I looked at the clock. Oh, the clock was there. Eleven thirty at night. We're eating waffles and raw cookie dough. Everybody. I mean, that's what I usually do. That's, <laughs> not, that's, that's what I did after watching this episode because I was like, <laughs> it's not happening for me. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That was emotional, emotionally distressing. <laughs> Martin did come down at this time and talk to the guys at 1130 at night. I asked you, Mixie, because you've been you've been driving this train here with all the conversation. I'd like to ask you a question. We share the train. Did they wake up Martin to do this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Martin's not just up waiting for the guys to come back and see what they have to do. No. He was like wherever he was, probably his butthole. Yeah. I mean, he, that's where he chills. I think he was napping in his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, we need you to get in your full budding suit and uh, go down there and just kind of talk to him. You don't, you don't, you know. There's nothing that really needs to happen. He comes, when he said something, he comes in, he's like, they're dropping like flies. <laughs> I'm like, didn't you want that? Didn't they have to, to drop two people? <laughs> I can see the guys going, we were told to, Martin. <laughs> you said I had to. You think we wanted to do this? We could have got rid of one last week, but no, we had to wait till this week. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're brought back to the attention of the fact that the whole premise of the show is that Steven's a millionaire and Kurt is not. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's, In case you forgot. Yep. It, yeah. Which, you know, I did. Um, and Kurt's worried that, you know, it's going to affect his situation. Obviously, he says no one's going to care. No one's going to be upset if Steven's a millionaire. So. How dare you be worth money? <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter at all. I don't. That's where we end the episode. There is a preview for the upcoming episode. Really, the only thing that stood out to me is that they pulled out a fucking box of rings, and I was like, we're proposing? I don't even want to think about that. I really hope they don't. I really hope they don't. I don't even want to think about it. If Neil Lane is here, we riot. It's not going to be Neil Lane. It's going to be like Kay Jewelers. (laughs) 
We should take we should take bets on who's this gonna be. Zales? Ooh. It'd be Zales. Every uh, every kiss begins with K. I'm going with K. Okay. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> I would like you to very quickly before we get to uh, a staggering amount of hotties and yes. reviews. Um in retrospect, mm-hmm. looking at all these dates individually. Okay. Um, just for the record, it appeared Whitney's date was gonna be just sitting on a patio. Eating fondue. Eating fondue. For the record. Which, you know, no, is number one. Almost the same as getting on a train and going on a beautiful sightseeing tour. Yeah. Or almost the same as like being in a barn that could burn down at any moment. Taking a hot air balloon. Y- it, taking a hot air balloon yep. up 30 feet in the air and mm-hmm. then coming back down. Callie got to drink in the back of a truck. <laughs> that was like just off people's property. It was like on a hill. There was a shot where you could see like a mailbox across the street and some old beaten down pickup truck in yeah. somebody's yard. Uh-huh. Anywho, I would like you to quickly power rank where you feel these dates were in your ranking system. Okay. One through whatever they were. I honestly think that stargazing and eating fondue is my number one. <laughs> wow. Throw a joint in there and that's my dream date. <laughs> um, after that, I'm going to have to go with Amanda's date, followed closely by Carolyn's date, the boat situation, and then, you know, just like going for a late night swim. I think that's really cute and fun. Late night swim is, is a really fun time. It really is underrated. Especially if there's like, I like how they made it look like they were just using like GoPros and security cameras. Yeah, uh huh. For a lot of these, for that part. Yeah. So I think they really felt like they were alone for a yeah, good chunk of Yeah, uh huh. And they yeah. were like actually having a conversation, just the two of mm-hmm. them. I agree with you. So that's number three. Okay. So we have Corn May's musical date. We also have Annie's date. We have horseback riding and sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Okay. I'm going to put horseback riding after Carolyn. So Amber's okay. date is after that. Okay. Um. So that leaves me with the pickup truck, the skating, and Annie's date, right? That is correct. Uh, pickup truck, corn maze. Corn maze. Okay. Um, roller rink. I think I'm going to go corn maze next. Okay. Then the pickup truck. Then Annie's date. I, I'm serious. The whole if I was in if I was on Annie's date the entire time I would be checking behind me to make sure things weren't on fire. I would not be in it at all. I think they were fake candles, but I don't I, care. I don't care. Those are there's batteries in that shit. You're like one disgruntled PA is gonna <laughs> take this whole thing down. Yeah, they're all fake candles except for that one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's sitting on top of a hay bale. Yeah, sitting right next to that kindling. And the, also the air balloon ride, exactly what you said. Maybe you went thirty feet in the air. Like, I could get a better view from a from a fucking Ferris wheel at a festival. The manor is probably as high as yeah. Hot air balloon was. And last, last and definitely least is the is the roller skating. Just because I think that if they didn't have all of the doors and windows open, I would be vomiting. Like, I'm serious. I was immediately nauseated when I saw just him standing in that roller ring because it just, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one that's like this, but you see something and the smell just immediately comes back to you. It's a good hotties poll for this week. Yeah. Do you like the smell of a roller rink? 
Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, it was dead to me. Do you want you want to rank them? I feel like it's different for me as like a guy of what I would like to do. Just tell me which ones you disagree with. Um, I would definitely, again, the number one for me would be the train ride. Okay. I think that's that's definitely up there for me as well. Okay. Corn Maze setup could be cool depending on who the musical artist was. If it was an artist I really liked, like Joshua Radin or somebody like that. If Joshua Radin was singing <laughs> to me with a girl I liked in a corn maze, fucking just just end it after that yeah. for me, please. Okay. It's not getting better. That's fair. Give me a little Joshua Raiden at that point, and I'm good. If any of you guys know who he is, let us know. My it. only concern with the corn maze is like, if, if I was hungry and I couldn't find the area where the, the table was with the food, Yeah. That the, the attitude towards that date would, would, would tank real quick. Good point. I also... Did they have to go through the corn maze to find it? I think so. And if so. so, why did we lose that part of the content? I like, think- give me that. Let's make out. Show me more of them getting lost in the corn maze yeah. through the drone footage. I, it was probably hard for them to, sh- to shoot that. Would it make any difference who the musical artist was? You would still have fondue up there. Absolutely. Okay, I mean, if it was John Mayer, then obviously I'd pick that one. You had a corn maze date, and then out of nowhere, John Mayer is singing to you. I mean, uh, but I would leave whoever I was with for that. That's my hall pass. So, that's it. That's a that's a game over. So, if you're taking me on a date and John Mayer's there by himself singing to me, you're just setting yourself up to get dumped right then and there. <laughs> I love my boyfriend. I'd leave him in a fucking heartbeat for John Mayer. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. I love you. <laughs> Except in the cases of John Mayer, that I, I mean, don't yeah, love but the, I mean, but honestly, I feel like he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of guys would be like, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. The same way we would be like, for like girls that we liked, ladies that we liked. Yeah. And be like, oh, Taylor Swift wants to go out with me. Okay, see you later. You leave me for Emily Watson. I understand that. You yeah. know. Yeah. Or Emma Watson. Yeah. That's that's a person too. They're two. Yeah. Di- are those two different people? I think it's just Emma Watson. Okay. I'm doing great. I really don't want to do the hotties. I'm scared. (laughs) So would you like me to start with reviews so you can prepare yourself? Yeah, and you you told me we got a lot, so I I do need a little bit of a a pump up before I hit, like, fucking 16 hotties. Yeah, and guys, the finale is next week. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have some additional content that is in the works. A lot. That's all we will say as of now. Things are not confirmed. We're excited. But one of the things we have been excited to maybe get is potentially happening. <laughs> and I don't want to ruin it yet. All this Speculate. is to say that even when the episode ends, when the season ends, yes. next week, whether there's a reunion or not, we will still have Joe Millionaire content coming. We're dropping a lot we of bombs. We will have lots of content <laughs> to the point that me and Mixie are taking two days off of work to create said content for you. Yep. So just because the season's over, don't you dare think for a second that our Joe Millionaire content on the number one <laughs> Joe Millionaire podcast is done. No, it is not. It is not. It's just the beginning. When the finale drops, it is just the beginning. You guys have no idea what's coming for you, and you need to be excited. You need to fucking buckle up. And again, 
Hello to new people yes. who are coming. We have seen our numbers skyrocketing. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming to the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. Your engagement means the world to us. It truly does. And I really hope some of you were listening to the number two or the number three Joe Millionaire Uh-huh. Podcast. I do too. And you were just like, there's got to be other options for podcasts. <laughs> I can't listen to all this bitching about this show going on anymore. Uh, I, yeah, well, I guess I'm only doing this because you left 69 reviews. <laughs> Get it, 69? Anyway, I hate this show. I hate my life. Let's recap. <laughs> and I hope you've come over here to the fucking promised land. Where people are happy and actually want to watch the show they're talking about. <laughs> Where the ladies listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. where you'll get exit interviews from the ladies. Exclusive. And maybe even some exit interviews from other people. Oh, shit. To be determined. Leave it there. Leave it there. All right, let's get to some reviews. Go ahead. Hit me with them. Woo! Woo! Here we go. Um, we got a few. We also want to thank you for leaving reviews. It looks like some of you left reviews without words. We appreciate that. You five-starred us. Appreciate it. Our numbers it. are up. Let's go. Uh, this is the one that I lost two weeks ago because Apple was being a little weird. Um, and now it's back. So here we are. It's from uh, Trig Solee, S-O-L-E-I-L, Trig Solee. It says, love Suzanne's exit interview. She's an interesting person, fun listen, and totally enjoy Joe Millionaire and Mom LaFranc's insights. What? Amazing. Mom LaFranc getting some love. Look at that. I love it. Suzanne was a great interview. Um, I highly suggest you check out all of the interviews we've done with all of the girls. They've all been individual um, and unique and special in their own way. Um, just truly good listens. Speaking about exit interviews, transition, because we're an amazing podcast. Take notes, Stephen, with a V. This one is titled Best Exit Interviews from Tyra Minds. Tyra Minds. It says, I found this podcast because I wanted to hear what others thought about Joe Millionaire. Oh, you guys find out everything on the exit interviews. You this bet. podcast has a great flow, and I could listen straight through. I love the recaps Aww. too. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for the engagement. That's so sweet. Thank you. It's the, it's the sweetest. We try to make sure that it's a fun listen, and also that's high praise saying you can listen all in one go. We realize we're passing the two hour mark right about now. <laughs> we talk a lot. We do, but listen, we we understand there's probably nobody else watching this show with you Mm -hmm. that you can drag in to watch it. That's fine. That's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what the number one does. It (laughs) does these things for you. No, we'll have more information on our Patreon if you want to listen to another podcast. Pay $17 for our Patreon. This shit's free and it's engaging and it's incredible and we do it for you for you no cap all right here we go from <laughs> ken g dorf ken g dorf ken g dorf it says we need tony oh i i i asked and answered asked and maybe answered y'all crack me up <laughs> i don't usually leave reviews but I needed to to make sure you get the glorious Tony on the pod. Listen, we'll do our very best. We are trying. We are efforting. We have also been told maybe by somebody closely connected to Tony who may or may not be on the show. She's a little afraid that he's too much of a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> Which really just makes us want him just as much, if not more. You, th- you think that's going to deter us? <laughs> do you not realize how that works? We're going to do our best. 
There is a gatekeeper that is trying to keep us out of the Tony greatness, but we'll see if we can butter her up. Efforting. <laughs> uh, this one comes from o- Odur? O-O-O-D-E-R. Odur? Odur. Hello, my name is Odur. It says, fun show, five stars, love the podcast, great job on all the recaps, and all the rants about bubbles with a raccoon emoji. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated the rants. Really, uh, anyone that listens to this podcast has to appreciate rants because that's about <laughs> half of it, if not more. I just love that nobody, like, I appreciate you guys for not tearing me down last week and being like, Raccoon? Get your fucking shit together, bro. Raccoon? Who are you? Raccoon. 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 <laughs> Raccoon. Nah. Uh, this one comes from uh, Kristen McSee. Kristen McSee. It says, always Ooh. entertaining. Love this podcast. I look forward to every week. Airhorn. Well, guess what? When you ask for an airhorn in your review, you get a fucking airhorn. Thank you very much for the engagement. That was very nice Ooh, of you. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We got two left. This one's from KY Jill. KY Jill. KY Jelly? Hot. Every kiss begins with KY Jelly. says happy i found this show i'm so happy i found this show i like to break down all my trash parentheses reality shows with other people but no one watches it's just like i fucking said yep yep this recap is dishing it with my friends is like dishing it with my friends oh yeah now i have to go back and binge them all well fucking right you do they're good they they stand they stand the test of time i will say they hold up (laughs) they do for the record, if it comes down to it, I'm voting PH over V in personality. Ooh! Hell yeah! yeah. Can I jump? That's a marathon. <sighs> Let's go! Oh my god. Let's go. And again, speaking of air horns, from Llama Castle. Beautiful name. Incredible. It's titled. Show Millionaire Podcast with Airhorns. Absolutely hilarious. I look forward to listening. My Joe Millionaire viewing experiences no longer compete. Right? You got it. Wow. That was terrible. I almost choked on my own spit. My Joe Millionaire viewing experience is no longer complete without this podcast. Thank you for making my day a bit brighter well llama castle you made our day a bit brighter you thank do. you for you we really appreciate you guys uh giving us these reviews thank you so much for the engagement they're, they're so sweet and they really uh they pop my ego up which is great because it's time to bring everything right back down to rock bottom i'm gonna attempt to read people's names and you know what mixie you know what please i'm gonna help you today really i'm gonna help you by giving you energy of our two-minute workout booster as you start to go through our beautiful new hotties. I thought you were going to read them. The music's going. You're going to have two minutes to get your workout booster ready. You're uh. You've been just getting it in. You've been getting your steps in. You've been on that treadmill. You've been on the elliptical. Whatever you're doing, you're on the bike. Maybe you're on your Peloton. Who knows? But your two minutes of workout boosting starts now let's go okay so you know i i started the same always i'm sorry 
I apologize. I'm sorry, and I can't read, and I, I'm sorry. So let's just get right into it. Let's go. First, we have Susan Burby. I think that's right, Susan Burby. Susan Burby, welcome to the Hot Take Hotties. Whoop, 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 whoop. Moving right along with a personal favorite way of spelling my name, which is uh, M-I-T-Z-I. Ooh, that's a unique one. I like that. Maybe you should change it to that officially. Maybe, maybe. We have Katie McKean. Hi, Katie. Katie McKean, welcome to the hotties. And my name is M-I-X-I-E, but I don't actually give a shit. So it's fine. <laughs> Call me whatever. Stupid whore, I will answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving Good right answer. along. We have Kimberly Reader. Writer? Kimberly Ryder. I think you got it right the first time. I think it's reader. But that would be an E-A-D. This is an E-I-T. It's the English language. None of it makes sense. Yeah, I know. That's why I hate doing this, because I do it wrong every time. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for joining the hotties, and I apologize for butchering your name. Welcome. We keep going right along. We have a three-namer. Oh, love a three-name. Carrie Brown. Rusgrove from Newington, Connecticut. Ooh. Hi, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for the engagement. Welcome to being a hottie. Hope, hope you like it here. We are so excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining the hotties. As we keep on going, we have Maria Sigmund. Oh, hi. Maria Sigmund. I feel good about that one. Don't tell me if I'm too. wrong. I do too. Just don't I'm tell me. <laughs> uh, we keep going. Again, just a very interesting spelling of my name. We'll get there. We have... I was so enthralled that I missed that. That was the end of your workout. Oh, my God. Oh. It was two minutes. You you went a little extra. Wow. You had a few extra seconds there of your workout being posted. But hopefully, you were laughing the entire time along with us. Not at us. With us. I sure hope with so. Us. We have Chitara... I'm sorry. Chitara Miller. It's probably right. Uh, She gave me M-I-S-T-Y. Misty. Oh. oh Misty. I'm a Pokemon trainer now, everybody. Get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going. We have Ashley Crank. Oh, hi. From Paris, Tennessee. Oh, I thought you were saying Paris, France. Paris, Tennessee. Well, yeah, I was very... I, maybe that's what she meant. <laughs> Tennessee didn't even know that existed. Oh man, I didn't either. But thank you, Ashley, for joining the hotties. We appreciate you. What's the over under? What are the chances that in Paris, Tennessee, there's a mini Eiffel Tower? Somewhere? Uh, high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very high. Send us pictures if you have a mini <laughs> a mini Eiffel Tower somewhere in your town. Ashley Crank, you know your job now. Send us photos. Send us photos of you. Listening to the podcast near the mini uh, Eiffel Tower in your town. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. We move on. We have a triple namer. Yes. Carrie White Burroughs. No. Burroughs. I'm going Burroughs. (laughs) Burroughs. Moving on. I didn't like that. I didn't like it, and I'm going to go just power through it. Jesus Christ, guys, with these last names. Are you serious? Okay. I love it so much. (laughs) So I know what's still left to come. It's great. Okay. I'm so excited to read this one. Oh, she went to college at Lake Erie. Love Lake Erie. 
Um, we have Samantha Furpas. I think you're right. Furpas. Furpas? Furpas. Yeah, you got it. Furpas. You nailed it. Sure. I apologize. I'm sure it's wrong. Now, remember, guys, you have to, in the hotties, part of the like the friendship agreement here, being a hottie, is you have to respond in the post that gets posted for you to confirm. Yeah. I'm that. trying to learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to learn. So just, just, just let her know if you got it right or wrong. And if we've misgendered you, we're sorry. Oh, my Lord. These, these names. Okay. From Colorado Springs, Colorado, we have the Springs. Madison Marie Bozard. Okay. I think you're there. I think you're there. <laughs> I keep looking at Steven every time I finish, like, you think that's right? Trying to get any sort of confirmation that I'm anywhere close. I think that's right. Colorado Springs, shout out. I was in the Springs for a couple months. USOC, training center, no big deal. Did my internship at the Olympics, no big deal. Humble brag. So when asked who the ho- the host of the uh, Right Reality was, she said Stephen and Mixie spelled it M I X I, and then in parentheses put M I X Y question mark. Honestly, don't know. I always pictured it with an I. Put but hearing it's an old card game, it's probably a Y. I hate to tell you, it's an E. <laughs> you were wrong both times, but you were right by joining the hotties. M I X I E. Mixy, I.E. But again, don't care. I will answer to anything. I am a garbage person. We keep moving on. <laughs> Next on the list, we have Kelly Van Brabant. Nope. Uh, Kelly. Kelly B. Kelly, thank you for the engagement. <laughs> Kelly Van Brabant. Kelly Van Brabant. Yep. Uh huh. Um, and I, I'm just gonna say really quickly, Stephen has a PH in his name. I know it's confusing. We never did talk you put about a v, it. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, what the fuck did you do? We never talk about it. Oh, this next one also V in the name. We never say it, so I'm just gonna say it once because it's never been discussed. Stephen is a PH. I am an XIE. <laughs> I should just ban these people immediately. Kelly and next person. You got you got to you got to redeem Vicky yourself. Powell Smith. Vicky, we love you. I know you got a V, so you're thinking everybody's got a V. Steven's got a PH. It's okay though. We appreciate you and we appreciate you joining the hotties. Thank you for the engagement. Are you really listening if you put a V for me? Like are you really listening? <laughs> okay, I will say. Next up, we have Heather ST now, it is literally just a capital S and a capital T. Thank you so much for that. Love that. If everybody could abbreviate their last names like that, that'd be dope. Uh, Heather's going to respond to going, it's Sata. <laughs> it's Sata. It's Heather Sata. It's actually Heather Saint. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. So I do want to say, Heather said, Stephen, capitalize the PH. Yes, as you should. And Mixie spelled it right. Yeah. And in parentheses, she said, Elizabeth, never Beth. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Heather. Heather gets the show. Thank you, Heather. Heather gets the fucking show. And we end with a groundbreaking hottie. Wow. First time. First time. This is the first time that a actual member 
of the show we are watching has joined the hotties. We welcome Carolyn Campbell. Thank you so much for joining the hotties. Welcome, welcome. We are the so excited to have you. you. The f- <laughs> Thank you so much. Caroline. Is it? Call her Carolyn. All right, guys. It's been a great podcast. Um, Steven's going to find a new host for the recap and all the interviews next week. Uh, I'm going to go fucking jump off a bridge. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Caroline Campbell. Should we restart? No, no. of course not. <laughs> no, I deserve this. I deserve this. I can't read. It's so on brand. We couldn't get anybody's name right on the show the entire time. We're bad with hotties. This was the perfect storm. It came together. Uh, I don't deserve. I don't deserve to be here. Um, thank you so much for joining um, and telling us that you'll always keep it friendly. We know you will. Except for we honestly, you if you want to verbally abuse me for just destroying your name when it was on the fucking show we're watching, please feel free to do so. In her defense, she was sent home five minutes after appearing on the show because she followed somebody on fucking Instagram. Yeah, but we're going to see her next season. For sure. She's got to be on next season for sure. Or her own spinoff, which I would gladly be a part of. Yes, absolutely. So thank you to everyone for joining the hotties. We had a ton of hotties this week. A great week. What a great week for the show. We appreciate you guys as always. Thank you very much for listening tuning in as we said more stuff to come uh exit interviews hopefully this week yep uh relying on fox to set those up for us so we appreciate all you guys are listening have a good weekend everybody and we will see you early next week we love you very much okay bye-bye bye-bye